Acts of the Apostles or the Book of Acts is a letter, an account, a document written from Luke to Theophilus. So who exactly was Theophilus? Well, majority of scholarship and historians believe Theophilus was a real man who was likely a government official or someone of high status who had become a Christian. There is also reason to believe that he funded a lot of Paul's ministry and even funded Luke as he researched the gospel accounts to write his own account. There's some historic evidence of a Jewish priest named Theophilus. I'm not sure that this is the same guy, but it could be. So I'm going to dig a little more into that and see what I can find. I think he was an important person in Roman society. It makes a lot of sense that he and Luke were friends because Luke was a medical doctor and he would have had friends in high rank positions or notable professions. There is one theory that Theophilus could have been an attorney. And if that's the case, which I tend to think it might be, and here's why. Luke traveled with a guy named Paul, and Paul was a warrior for Jesus. He would regularly stand up to authority, get the snot kicked out of him, would end up getting arrested multiple times, and it wouldn't surprise me if he needed legal services at some point. It also wouldn't surprise me if Theophilus, Paul's potential attorney, would need evidence. Evidence of why Paul was in the trouble he was in and the cause he was fighting for. Wouldn't it be something if Luke investigated and wrote down everything for Theophilus so that he would have an accurate account of everything he had been told? This theory makes a lot of sense and I have a few more books and documents I want to read before I share more information on this with you, but we will be revisiting this um, when we get to that part of Acts where it introduces Paul's legal trials. There's something else I find really interesting about Luke writing this to Theophilus. If we look at the original Greek, this translates into a word, Theophile, the name Theophilus, which is derived from the word, which is Theophilos, meaning friend of God, one who loves God, or one who is fond of God, or modernly, a Christian. So you have Theos, meaning God, and Philos, meaning friend or beloved. This is special because I believe Luke knew that he was inspired to write this for someone beyond Theophilus the man to Theophilos, one who loves God, a Christian. The Trinity is a central church doctrine, and we see it right away in the first paragraph of Acts where we see a demonstration of how the Trinity works. Jesus, the Son, in his resurrected body, speaks to his apostles. Through the authority and promise of God, the Father, the Holy Spirit intercedes through the apostles to continue Jesus's earthly ministry. Now, a lot of people have a hard time understanding the Trinity, and many people try to explain it, and it tends to confuse people even more. I think it's best to keep it simple as we work through this study. Don't overthink the Trinity. Just understand that the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are one 
who work together to guide, inspire, and act here on earth and in heaven. So we'll dig deeper into this as we go and we'll use scripture to explain who the Trinity is and how it's working. So let's talk about John the Baptist. We read about John the Baptizer in the gospel accounts. He's a distant cousin of Jesus and he would be the one to baptize Jesus. He was kind of this granola type guy who lived in the wilderness and people sort of thought he was nuts, okay? Probably much like they think of him today. So what we learn about his birth in Luke's gospel is this encouraging story about him and his mother Elizabeth. The connection we read between Elizabeth and Mary, the mother of Jesus, is one that when we focus on the magnitude of Mary's situation and how Elizabeth just knew, how John knew from inside the womb just who Mary was carrying. John was compared to the prophet Elijah and his whole life would be devoted to preparing the way for Jesus. In Luke's gospel, he says this about John. John grew up and became strong in spirit. He lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. Now, one thing I wondered when I first started to seriously read and study the Bible as an adult, I couldn't understand how Luke would know this story about Elizabeth and Mary and John jumping in the womb. All of this that you can read in Luke chapter 1. Not only does Luke say in verse 2 that these things were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was very close with Jesus' apostles and the first Christians like Mary Magdalene. If Luke hadn't talked to her personally, this is an incredible story that I'm sure Mary would have told Mary Magdalene and others. Now, having spent more time with the text and being patient with scripture, I don't question the authority of Luke when he shares this story. I know Luke took the time to get this account from genuine sources, many of them, in fact. Knowing Luke's method and his writing style, it's clear to see, as W.M. Ramsey says, Luke is a historian of the first class. He should be placed along with the very greatest of historians. John's father, Zechariah, would have an encounter with Angel Gabriel. Gabriel would tell him, as it's recorded in Luke 1 verse 15, that his son, John, would be great in the sight of the Lord. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. We are the people that should be learning from John the Baptist and be in continuous pursuit of being prepared for the Lord. John didn't even have to see Jesus. He knew exactly who he was from inside the womb. And when the Holy Spirit moves in you, you will know exactly who Jesus is too. Hey there, please like this video, subscribe right here on YouTube, hit that big red subscribe button and the bell icon so we can stay in touch and you can see when I post something new. 
By subscribing, you're helping me know that you like the content I'm putting out and it helps me to keep researching so more people can know Jesus.